hello, hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of A Shade Another Podcast. Coming to you almost live from Shade Talk Central here in Lurgan, County Armagh. Uh, you're probably wondering, uh, where was the wee bit with Sean in the middle? Uh, Sean's not here. <coughs> uh, we fell out. So Sean's now off the podcast, now a solo episode. Episode, it's now a solo series. No, I'm only joking. I just thought I'd jump on and do a wee solo one. Myself, just try it out. To see what, th- this might never hear the day today, but sure, we'll see how it goes anyway. Um... Yeah, so I feel like every Sunday uh, we jump onto Spotify and other streaming networks and you just get to hear the crack what me and Sean get up to and what shape we talk, but I don't think you really know who we are ourselves, just as, as individuals, so I think that's what we're, we're going to do, maybe every so often, just jump onto a solo episode each, uh, just, just as a wee bit of bonus material. Something different, it mightn't be as fast-paced or as, as much crack as... As what it normally is with the two of us bouncing off each other, but sure we'll see how it goes. <coughs> she may I've been I've been well, I say working, working all day, my throat's fucked because I talk for a living, believe it or not. And I talk shite in my job and when I'm doing this, so yeah, sometimes it does take a wee strain in the eye throat now, you know what I mean? Uh I don't I don't really have much much to talk about. I've just sort of jumped on on a whim. Um and, and I need to stop looking at the timer because I'm sitting here going to be timing myself and I can, I'm boring everybody to fucking tears here and they're not going to be enjoying this and then I'm going to get paranoid and self-conscious and then I'll just sack it off. So I'll I'll actually cover up, that's what I'm going to do now, I'm going to cover up how long I'm recording, just just for the crack. So anyway, um, maybe just talk a wee bit, not really suppose about myself, just what I normally get up to on on the day to day, which isn't very much to be honest. Uh, I, I say I'm, I'm working, but half the time I'm doing nothing. But for January has been a very quiet month uh, in my job, so and I'm working from home, and it's, it's, I end up just spending most of the time on YouTube and uh, watching random shit on on that, or if I have like a series to catch up on. Which, by the way, I'm dick deep in Power at the minute, and I don't know if anybody's ever watched the original Power series, but like there's like spin-offs and like different versions of it. I'm watching the second season of Power Book 2, Ghost, which is just basically about, um, I don't know if, if anybody's watched it. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but it's about uh, Tariq St. Patrick, who is like the, the main man, Ghost's son, in the in the original setup. Um, and it's, it's about him in, in school and all that's, that's carry on. It's, it's really, really fucking good. Like, and I think it's getting into the business end of the second season. I don't know if they're going to do any more. I hope they do. But uh, that whole Power sort of empire that 50 Cent has built is absolutely incredible. Um, a The new spin-off for one of the main characters in the original season, Tommy, is coming out shortly. I don't know the exact date, but I can't wait for that. And he done, like, a prequel, which is Raising Kanan, which was 50 Cent's actual character in the original power. And it was, like, his backstory and how he got to become... What he became, which as I said, I'm not going to give any spoilers. So you need to watch. You need to watch it all from the start. Power from the original series on Netflix. I think there's like seven seasons or something. It's fucking, it's brilliant, brilliant. Well, if if you got a, a disposition about people getting shot dead, or people riding, you're not going to like it. But like, who doesn't like a bit of bit of riding? Now? You know what I mean? Me, because I don't get any. Anyway, enough about me uh, cram about my sex life or lack of, for that matter. Um, I, I didn't really know what way to approach this, and I was sort of talking to Sean, Shock, and uh, McLav and Smitty before I came on. They were just like, just, just go with it, just whatever comes to your mind, just say it. And then Sean was saying, 
don't give them a few topics that I want to talk about. Uh, the first thing I suppose I want to bring up, um, I don't know how many people have listened to it, but back in June, I done like a wee mental health episode with Sean, the Let's Talk episode. Now, we did plan to do one every month, but, you know, some people just don't feel comfortable coming on to a podcast and talking about how depressed they are. Now, to prefer, uh, we had Takei Tone, shout out Tony, who came on for an episode and talked about his struggles, but it, it wasn't a solely mental health episode, it was sort of like cushioned it around his uni life and the crackle he's having and stuff like so. But he, he was okay to come on and open up, and uh, now I get it, it's, it's not everybody's thing. Uh, personally for me, podcasting has always been a therapy that helped me through whatever I was going through. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good way for me, you know, it, it doesn't suit everybody and I, I didn't want to start approaching people and be like, here, come on and tell all your struggles and we'll just send it out to everybody. You know, that's just not how people operate and the, the sort of idea sort of fell by the way I say, but we've always had a mental health aspect to the podcast. Yes, we, we, we do have jokes that are, sometimes people might say they're in bad taste and, you know, dark humour, but like, humour's humour. Like, it's like going to see Frankie Boyle and complain about his jokes. You know what he's about. If people are just too easy offended now, but like, you know, it gives people a laugh. Just whatever the joke is, it's a joke. You don't mean it. You're just saying it in in the setting that you're in. I I don't know if that makes any sense. It sounds it sounds in my head that that just sounded completely wrong to what I wanted to come across. But you know what I mean. Um. Yeah, so the the Let's Talk episode went down a treat with a lot of people. Now, you're obviously going to get the odd people who are probably thinking he's an attention-seeking wee fucker. But sure, you can't please everybody. But basically what it was, sort of mid-2021, I sort of had a wee bit of a... Well, I'd say from March, really, last year, I sort of had like a wee breakdown within myself and I was just struggling mentally and I just put on a load of weight and things were going to shit. And, you know, um, Sean helped me out a lot and... We recorded that episode and it felt like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Now, what I want to do is sort of talk about my journey from then to now and and how I've got on. And yeah, a lot better. A lot better in myself, uh, confidence-wise, mood-wise. Um, yeah, a, a lot better. I do still get, you know, my odd, my odd down days, and, but sure, who doesn't? Who doesn't? I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm at the stage now that I can't function, because I was for a while, but like, since that, I have actually, I did go through a breakup, like, after I released that episode, and it, it was, it knocked me back a bit, like, a, my whole, I was getting better, and then that sort of knocked me back a bit, yeah, but that was a decision I made for myself, so, in the long run, it's proved, like, no disrespect to anybody, but it's proved to be the right choice for me, because I, I just got to the stage in my head, I need to be fucking selfish, I need to start looking after myself, because I'm, I've always been a notorious people pleaser, you know, just, I just crave people, me making people happy, as opposed to me looking after myself, which, while on the outside it looks like, uh, this guy's so good, he's, he's out there to try and please people, but, see inside it's fucking tiring, because you're constantly trying to please people, other people, but you're not trying to please yourself, yes I know that sounds like I'm saying I have no wank, but. You have to you have to please yourself. You have to look after yourself first and foremost. Because if you're not looking after you, you can't expect anybody else to try and look after you as well. So that's the way it was. Now, a few months after that, you know, it was good days, bad days. 
But I always found the podcast to be a therapy. And that's why everybody thinks, what does Sean actually do? That's a good question. What does Sean actually do on the podcast other than show up and record? Fuck all. He does absolutely fuck all. But you know why he does fuck all? Because I tell him to do fuck all. I take everything on my shoulders because I need that escape. When I'm not working or if I don't have Aaron, who will get on too soon, it gives me something to do, something to plan, something to look forward to. So, like, that that was... People think that's, like, Sean just being lazy. It's not. I don't want him to do anything because I want to do it. Which... It actually sounds like I'm a bossy cunt, but I'm not. Sean just leaves me to it because he knows... That's, it's, just, it's just how we operate. Sean has a busier lifestyle than me. I have more free time, per se, than Sean. Like, he's more sociable, going out and socialising and stuff. I've knocked all that in the head. I'll actually start talking about that soon, what my plans for this year is. I've knocked all that in the head. So I don't really go out. I've had a child or anything. The only thing I do outside parenting and working is podcasting. And in my spare time, any chance I get, I'd be thinking of ideas, I'd be trying to get in touch with guests, and Sean's probably sick last month, but I'm always fucking constantly bouncing ideas off him, and like nothing like ever gets put out onto the socials or anything goes out without both our consents, so it's not like Sean doesn't do anything. It'd be harsh to say he doesn't do anything, but like a lot of the ideas that goes on were his ideas. Like, like we, we do sort of split that sort of responsibility 50-50, but when it comes to, like, you know, getting the guests organised and thinking of, like, what, what to say on the podcast and, like, editing the vlogs that we've started, I'm doing all that because I want to do it. And I just says, you don't mind, do you? But as I said, everything's... Like, I would put the... For example, I put them two vlogs out on YouTube, but I put them on private so Sean could look at it first and if he wasn't happy with it, he'd be like... You know, can you change this bit and then re-upload it? And I'd be like, I did on. He hasn't done that because I fucking smashed it. Because I've never edited a video before and I've done two now and I'm fucking brilliant at it. I'm not KSA and Sideman material, like, but I'm fucking good at it, alright? I'm proud of him. I know people are probably thinking them two dicks are doing vlogging now. Oh, they want to be the next Jake Paul or they want to be the next KS. Fuck up, I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Sean's happy doing what he's doing and we're both happy doing this. So fuck anybody else. Round over. But yeah, um, so me personally, I'm in a far better place than I was when I first recorded that episode back in June. Which probably was one of, if not the hardest things I've ever had to do. But it, the fact that Sean was there on the episode with me made it a lot better. Like it, The way I'm sitting now, I couldn't sit and talk about the way I was. Because I'm literally looking at an ornament of a of a dog. Like, you know, it's awkward. I feel awkward doing this. I've never done this before. So if it's shit, I'm sorry. You may never hear it, but sure, we'll see how it goes. Um, yep, so mentally in a far better place than I was back then, which is great. Um, I'm hoping to have got a new job. Now, I had the interview and they said I've got the job, but police checks and, you know, background checks and all that shit and... Let's go through five year employment history and some of the employers aren't getting back to them. Like how hard is it the for an employer just to reply back simply in an email? Yes, he worked here. How fucking hard is that? It's not hard. 
just replay you. So I've had to go and ring the tax office, get a whole five-year plan, or a tax thingy. My bobber says that I was employed by XYZ in the last few years to prove that I worked there and stuff. So I sent all that off this morning, and uh, hopefully that'll speed up the process a bit because all the other checks have been done from what I gathered on the phone call. So I'm just here waiting to see now about starting my new job, which is good because I've been doing the working from home thing for a while now, and it is starting to grind my gears. Now I don't. The thought of working from home is fucking amazing when you haven't done it. Obviously, you think you get to wake up. You roll out of bed, you go to work in your pajamas, you log off, and you're you're home. There's no there's no travel to it. All well and good until you're sitting, literally in the same room, for ten hours a day. Well, if I'm doing ten hour shifts, ten hours a day, you can't really cut off from your work mode. Now, I found when I did work out of the house, after you finish your shift and you're on the way home. You sort of shut off from work because you're in a different environment. And then by the time you get home, you appreciate home. Like say, for example, like when I worked in Belfast, getting the train home on a winter's day or a winter's evening. And the walk from the train station to the house. Like I live close to Befer, like, from to the train station. Walking up to the house, freezing, and you get into a nice warm house. And you appreciate things. You appreciate home a bit more. I, th- I think when you're working from home, you get a bit complacent, and you don't appreciate like how your home is not work, and and the different feeling you have from work at home. So I- I'm sort of looking back that I- I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to be able to actually leave work and disconnect from it, whereas being in the next fucking room to it. You know what I mean? I'll be able to appreciate home a bit more. I'm looking forward to the to the aspect of actually being around people again, like I. Bar my my mum or my brother or the dogs poking their head in every now and, now and again when I'm in work. Like there's no interaction with working from home whatsoever. Like you're you're literally sitting there at a computer screen and there's there's no human to human interaction. Like there's there's no banter with your colleagues. Like you can't like I talk to people on the phone, but you can't fucking banter people when you're trying to sort out phone contracts like Well you can, but it's not you don't, you don't have a connection with anybody. You're, I'm there to do a job to try and make money. You're here to get a new phone. Like, what 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 real banter can you talk about? Like, how are you going to turn around and say, well, did you did you get your whole last night, did you? Like, like you can go into work and say that to your work colleagues and we'll have a bit of banter about it. Can't do that working from home. So it'll, it'll be the change of scenery and the ability to appreciate home a bit more that I'm really looking forward to the most about about starting this new job, all being well, uh, they don't realise that I am actually um, an illegal alien, as Donald Trump called him, and I have international sanctions in 15 different countries. Hopefully they don't find that out and I'll be able to get the job. No, I'm only joking, I'm not. Well, I don't think I am. I wonder if my man actually adopted me. Probably did. Hmm. Interesting. Happened some crack, wasn't it? You didn't get the job because you're illegal. All right, okay, whatever. So it's as well I haven't had him notice in then. But yeah, um, I sort of briefly touched on, I'm sorry, there's no flow to this at all. I sort of briefly just touched on Erin there. I, oh, that sounds so wrong. Um, touched on the topic of my daughter Erin there. Now, 
part of the mental health process was being able to get urn overnight. That was a big factor in everything getting better for me because anybody that knows me personally, I'm not with Aaron's mum. And co-parenting, when you're separated from someone, is fucking, I want to say dreadful, but that may be a bit harsh, it's fucking tough. Because it's hard to agree on things when you have a style of parenting and the other, and her mum has a style of parenting, and you're trying to implement two styles of parenting to the one child in two different environments, like it's tough. And like, sometimes you feel like you don't have an opinion because that's another thing. No disrespect to Aaron's mum or any other single mums out there, but mothers get away with everything. They hold all the cards, and it's not fair. And I'm saying this as a single dad who's had to fucking fight tooth and nail at times to get access to the child. Um, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it, but I have it now. We've got a routine planned, and the routine works well. But it's, it's it's tough. It is tough, like especially when the relationship doesn't end well, and you know there's all these other contributing factors, and it's tough. But since I've been getting earned overnight, like my whole life has changed. I've started to feel like a parent. I've started to act like a parent. And I'm starting to be as tired as a parent. And But there's one thing that is griping me the most about parenthood. And it's this. I'm Peppa Pig. This is my little brother George. This is Mommy Pig. And this is Daddy Pig. I... Fucking hate Peppa Pig. It is the worst, most aggravating TV show ever. And Ern is absolutely obsessed with it. She has, bear in mind, I bought her the stuff, like, but she has, like, obviously, you want to make her child happy, like, she has Peppa Pig clothes. She has Peppa Pig toys. She has Peppa Pig pajamas. And all she wants to do. Is watch Peppa Pig. I put on Sea Babies for a Peppa Pig. Hey, a Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig's away to bed. Peppa Pig. Ern, do you want do you want your dinner? Peppa Pig. Ern, you going for a bath? Peppa fucking pig da. Yes, she sounds like a twenty-seven-year-old man. Like I, I don't know if it's just me. But I have never hated a TV show more in my life. I would actually change the channel and put on my my worst nightmare, Mr. Tumble, as a replacement. Short-term replacement. But a respite, just. Because I hate him too, but he's a different fucking issue. He's a, Oh, he scares me. TV show's great for kids. Learns them sign language and stuff like that. All well and good. Just don't like him. He's, he's, he's too weird for me. Don't like him. But Peppa Pig... And it's not Peppa herself that I dislike. It's her wee brother, George. Can whoever makes a show please give him a fucking bit of dialogue? Because all he says is fucking dinosaur. Like, let him evolve as the show evolves. 
I want to. I want to see a character arc here. I want to see a fucking storyline. I want to see Papa grow up and become a a woman pig. And I want to see George grow up and learn how to fucking speak. Dinosaur. Like anybody who, who's a parent knows that when children learn a word, yes, it sticks to them, and that's all they say. For example, Ern loves the word no. Does she know what it means? Probably. Probably. Actually, now that I think about it, we go to ban Sally. But let the wee lad speak, because he's annoying me. Dinosaur. Like, except for there was an episode on the other day. George, do you want to come help mummy make a pizza? Dinosaur. Fuck up. Ma and dad, what are you doing? Learn that child a new word, please, for fuck's sake. Before I stick my boot through the TV. And then I will send an invoice to whoever fucking created the show to pay for my TV. Because it's your fault. It's not mine. It's your fault. It is an aggravating TV show and I'm fucking fed up with it. But it makes her happy so I'm just going to have to smile through gritted teeth. Until she eventually grows out of it and moves on to something a bit more entertaining. Maybe something like Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol's pretty good, I can't say. I've actually found myself when I was uh, babysitting my niece once. Uh, she was staying over and of course when the kids stay here it's hey want to stay with Uncle Adam see that's what happens when you're the fun uncle all the kids just want to fucking hound around you like flies around shit or flies around butter yes it's great and it's blast kids are a blessing and they're like you know they're the next generation and I love all my nieces and nephews like it's great but they all play around me but anyway um, my niece Paige She's not my. She's not my favorite. She is a wee bit. Um, she would come. She would stay, and she would say, "Can I watch Paw Patrol before I go to sleep?" And I says, "Write one episode." Uh, she's usually sitting by the time that episode's over, and then I find myself watching another eight before I realize what am I doing. But then you get into it. But um, I feel sorry for one of the characters, uh, Rubble. He's really, really doing himself, going to do himself in because if the Dole office hears him say at the start of every episode, I'm rubble on the double, he's, he's going to get a knock at the door because, like, you can't, you can't be doing that. Like, he's getting, he's getting cash on hand off. God knows what else he's doing and getting paid by your Paw Patrol kid. Hi, dead on. Uh, just, just watch yourself. I've decided to do the whole world, like, so, yeah, benefit fraud. You'll see him on Banged Up Abroad soon. Um, I don't really know what else what else to talk about. Although, yeah, well, I suppose still on the topic of Aaron. Um, over Christmas we had a bit of a shite Christmas because Aaron wasn't well. Um, Aaron couldn't shite. I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. The child couldn't shite, and it was hurting her. So she was in out of the hospital. She was in the hospital Christmas Day, and then they sent her home. Then she was in a few days after and sent her home, and then. Her ma dug her heels in and goes, fucking give the child an x-ray or something. There's something not right here. Like, you, you know yourself and your child's not well. Like, and like, she hadn't shit for a week. That's not, uh, she's nearly two now. She hasn't shit for a week. Like, go fucking see what's wrong with this child. Like, all the laxatives and all they were giving us just were not working. So I was alright. I uh, done the x-ray and her, her colon was blocked. Like, I mean, seriously blocked. I know this is disgusting, but sure. And... Whenever she tried to go to the toilet, whatever the new new poo, the new poo was trying to get past the old poo, and then it was getting blocked, and it was just a vicious circle. So uh, 
that, that was all right. Then we went in another day, and they put her on a stronger dose of this laxido shit, laxative stuffs, <clears throat> and that was all right. So then I had her for two nights, and she was due to go back in the hospital on the Thursday. So I got her on the Tuesday, and. Does anyone remember when Shane Long scored that goal against Germany? <clears throat> or sorry, when Shane Long, was it? Or Robbie Brady scored that goal in the Euros in 2016 to send us to the was it the last 16. He scored that header and the place erupted and everybody went mental. That's what it was like for me when Ern finally took a proper shit. Now, I mean, it was a hat-trick of complete and utter devastation like nuclear nappies, like that's the only way I could describe it. Nuclear nappies. I'm gonna write that down. That's actually quite funny. Nuclear nappies. And I nobody likes changing dirty nappies. It's disgusting. It's a chore, and I can't wait. This is not in nappies anymore. But the fact that that show had been in pain for so long, <coughs> excuse me, had been in pain for so long, couldn't shout, and then she dropped three fucking Hiroshima's. I celebrated them like a last-minute winner in a football match. Unbelievable. I was like, yes, go on, you girly, and fucking let it out of you. And, yeah, now she's as right as rain, and back to shouting regular, and now it sort of feels like, why did I celebrate them? But the main thing is she got better, and it wasn't until about a week after Christmas she actually had her Christmas with me. Jesus Christ. She got her, that's not me getting choked up talking about her. I'm, not the, I'm, I'm, I'm a big hard day, you know what I mean? I'm no softy. I am. Um, <clears throat> so about a week later she got other toys and she enjoyed them. But for a while she just wasn't herself. And it was it was sad to see. You don't like, nobody likes to see their children upset or in pain. You just want to take the, the pain off them. But the main thing is she's all good now and she's just turned into an absolute wee madam. Uh, the attitude, the way she walks. Um... Everything she says is gibberish with the odd random word through and like crisps. <clears throat> Do you want some crisps? Yes. Okay. Do you not want to eat your dinner? No. You're eating your dinner? No. Why? Have a pig. I'm just gonna. Do you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get a big pig on the spit and eat it in front of her and tell her I'm eating Papa Pig. Traumatize the wee fucker. I'm only joking. That's, that's terrible. But yeah, um, I think at this stage when they're hitting the terrible too, she'll be two in March. I think that's when they start turning to be pricks. When you're you're searching aimlessly for the receipt to send them back. You think I don't even like my child? No, I I do love her the bits. But uh, yeah, the terrible twos is 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 where where we're at at the minute, and they're I think they're in the early stages. So I think I think I'm in for a few months of. Sheer and utter torture. But it is what it is. It, it's part of the job. It's what I uh, signed up for. Well, I don't think anybody really signs up for it. It just sort of happens. But, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what I have to look forward to. Um, I'm, I'm not going to keep you as much longer. Like, there's, there's nearly half an hour. I don't even think I get five, five minutes to do. But, uh my goals and plans for this year is to try and push this podcast as much as I can. Now, as I said, it's been a therapy for me, and we're coming up to, Jesus, on Sunday, Sunday coming, will be basically a year from our first episode. 
Now, if you go on Spotify, it says our first episode was on March the 3rd, but that's when we first got it on to, which is Aaron's birthday, by the way. In case anybody wants to send some uh, toys or presents, Aaron's way, yeah, feel free. Feel free, DM me, and I'll send you my, my address. And you can send her all the toys so I don't have to buy her any. Because I bought her enough for Christmas. Because I'm a cheapskate. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm cutting out. It feels like I am. It's just weird doing this on my own. Um, yeah, I want to try and enhance the podcast as much as I can. And a big shout out to McLav and Smitty, who I don't think we, me and Sean, would have kept going without them boys. Uh, them two just dropped two wee solo episodes a day randomly, and I said, "Fucking, I'm going to do it too." And I'm sure Sean will probably drop one next week at some stage. Um, it's just something to do because all he just do is just listen to us every week, and it's always me and Sean. But um, as I say, we started in January last year, so we're coming up to a year. Um, and obviously the first few episodes were on Podbean, and and there was shite. Like the quality was absolutely atrocious, but. Obviously, we've got the whole setup now. We've got the roadcaster. We've got <coughs> fuck me. I sound like I'm Dan. Sounds like <coughs> Jesus Christ, a night and day. Jesus. Whew. Right, compose myself. Uh, so we started in Podbean about a year ago, and yeah, we've we'll, we'll invested in the roadcaster. We've got decent mics. We've got a decent wee setup here in my work slash living room area of the house. So I, I literally live, never leave here. When I think about it, going back to what I was saying about earlier about working from home, um, and uh, uh, like Sean says it a lot too, but I, I'm gonna say it myself personally. Like nobody understands how much we have appreciated the support. Everybody who listens regular, our listener base is starting to creep up, which is great. Um, we seem to have expanded a bit. Like a lot more people seem to be jumping on. And weird thing yesterday, um. I don't really want to talk about it yesterday because the whole recording got fucked up and with the reschedule and, and other things happened and oh, it, was, it was just a nightmare. Uh, obviously check out the last episode there. Uh, Weiss's and Tony's baloney. That'll make sense once you actually listen to it. Um, me and Sean actually got stopped in B&M and Lurgan and some guy came over and goes, I thought that was used to. How's it going? Listen to the podcast. I love it. And it was just so surreal. Like... Like, I've been stopped by people that I know, being like, oh, keep it up, loving the podcast, good crack, yada, yada, yada. But this was, which is actually the funny part, when he walked away, Sean goes, who's that? And I says, Sean, I have no notion. So, if you're listening to this, mate, I didn't get your name, I'm sorry. Um, I was just caught a bit on the words, but thank you so much for approaching us and your support and listening. And I hope you're enjoying every episode. Um, we do plan to make them better if we can. Um, I don't really know how you can make these better, but we'll we'll, we'll give it a go. But thanks very much for your support. Uh, so yes, our listener base has grown a bit. Uh, we've made so many good friends, uh, as I've mentioned there, McLav and Smitty. Without them two boys, this probably wouldn't even be a thing anymore. Uh, they're regular guests. We have the group chat going. We're always bouncing ideas off each other. It's mostly us slagging Mick because he doesn't record. Ironically, I'm saying that on the day he dropped a solo episode that he recorded in a car. Fair play to him. Um, yeah, without them boys, that's, that's what's happening. And obviously check out Mac, the McLaugh podcast. Um, and uh, Talking Smith with Smitty. 
Uh, give them boys, show them boys a lot of love. Their podcasts are great as well. Mix is more sport-based um, at times. So uh, if that's your thing, uh, go listen to Mick and follow them on all their socials and stuff. And um, Smitty's is just, he, he's a budding stand-up comedian. He's he's going to go places and his, his podcast is really good as well. Yeah, he has, they both have paid me to say all this stuff. Like, they're two dickheads, to be honest, and their podcasts are shit. And they up, they actually another podcast is the best podcast in Northern Ireland. It's better than general banter, it's better than that. No, it's not. <clears throat> I'm only joking. No, love you, boys. Thanks very much for all your support. And uh, can't wait to release our yearly special, which is actually a fabulous foursome episode featuring them two boys. Um, three hours long. Three hours long. Yep, if anybody can get through that, fair foxy is because it's a mission, but it's the most fun mission you'll ever go on. Like, it's it's just front to back, ups, every way possible, it is hilarious. And Mick gets a wee bit drunk throughout, and he makes a joke. He, he, he sort of wants to drink my man's breast milk. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, um podcast is really starting to take off a wee bit now we're like we're getting stopped in the street which is weird but it's great thanks very much um and i'm just buzzing to see where it goes from here um folks i, I don't know if there's anything else i should touch on there i probably started a, a topic there about five minutes ago and just completely went off on a black and tangent but sure that, that's what that's what we normally do um <clears throat> obviously um if you if this is your first episode you're listening there's 50 odd episodes more than that, there's over 70 bits of content you can listen to. Um, going right back to March last year. January last year, sorry. Um, we're doing this almost a year. It's great. Uh, a couple of thousand downloads. Um, I'm, I'm just starting. I'm losing my train of thought now. I didn't think I was going this long. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm my throat is starting to fucking kill me. I need to, I need to stop talking. Um, check us out on all our socials. Uh, the, the one we use the most is Instagram. And it's... ASAP underscore podcast check us out and go like us on all our other socials that are in the link tree that's in the bio on that there um, if as I said this is your first time listening um, go on to your streaming platform for podcasts whether that's Apple Podcasts, Apple Music Amazon Music or obviously Spotify leave a 5 star review hit the post notification bell so you never miss an episode, subscribe all that jazz on the same on YouTube and we'll have a vlog out every single Monday. So you'll get your normal episode on a Sunday. You will get, you might maybe every couple of weeks get a bonus episode featuring me and Sean or just me or just Sean. The old time and you'll get your daily vlog on a Monday. So fourth, 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 fuck me, I've got a last bit of right now. Um, Folks, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that wee uh, random impromptu solo episode. Um, there, there will be more to come. Some some weeks it might be me, some weeks it might be Sean. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. And I just tried to hit a sound there and it didn't work because I'm not used to using this Rocaster. Because Sean always does it. See, Sean does, does, Sean does do stuff. He doesn't let me touch the buttons. Which is probably right. Yeah. And on that note, folks... Thanks very much. I have been your host, Adam, and I will talk to you all ASAP. Goodbye. Goodbye. We hope you liked it too. 
seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. goodbye. And tomorrow, just like today. today.